Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of One Vision, previously known as Rhetoric. And we also went through a few variations from Shades of Grey to Red Envelope, Judge Me by My Cover, the other 50. Regardless of what we called it, the three of us are still here. Hi, Arun. Hi, Brad. It is a special episode for us. This is episode number 100. We actually survived and they had not killed me yet, which is an accomplishment by itself. Um, let's walk down the memory lane, Mr. Rune. Why did you start rhetoric? Uh, yeah, first of all, kudos to all of us. Uh, I, when, I, when I started this, it, I didn't uh, plan on getting to 100, to be honest. Um, it, was, it was something that I just started out of um out of um during when i when i was sick actually um i was going through a uh i was really down with chicken pox for a couple of weeks uh quarantined in a in a in a room with just a laptop and a mobile phone connected to an internet didn't know what to do um and i was really really itching to do something and um i i realized that i wasn't really engaging as much as i should with the fintech um and and broadly the innovation ecosystem um so i thought maybe i should do something like a podcast uh so that's really how the idea came about and then um uh, i was thinking about what topics i would feel passionate about and it was definitely innovation startup space uh fintech but i definitely wanted a purpose angle towards so um i then zoomed it on um zoomed it into um sustainable innovation so that really what what i felt was where my passions um, and and it's it still is where my passions lie, um, and uh, funnily enough, I had a conversation with Effie. I happened to have a conversations with a conversation with Effie about a few days after I recovered from chickenpox, and um, she had apparently broken her limb or something, and she was hospitalized as well, and she was going through a similar episode, uh, soul searching and all that, and she said she had a similar idea to do a podcast. So that's how we came together um and uh, and of course both of us had blockchain in common and both of us wanted to do something about sustainability so blockchain and financial inclusion was was uh, how it all uh, came about and the next thing you know we met for coffee and then now you're stuck with us <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I, I actually wasn't planning on that to be honest when we met it was more of a casual chat and uh, understanding each other, introducing each uh, uh, myself to you, and 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 uh, vice versa, and all that. But then suddenly, when when I felt that, I mean, it's about more about the values there. I think. I mean, when values match, I think there is definitely something that uh, people can work on together. Um, and when when I was, I still remember the conversation with you um, um, during that coffee meeting, and you were you were talking a lot about um, um, differences in how innovation was um addressing different age groups i think that was pretty much an hour of what you were talking about uh you clearly was you were coming up from from something that you probably written an article or something and it was just in your mind space filled your mind space and then i thought okay this is something we should talk about and yeah so that that was that was an interesting yeah pivot to the podcast i still remember after um we met, I called Brad and I'm like, you know what? I actually spent a whole hour talking with someone about innovation for older people and he didn't run away. That was literally my, my reaction. I got so used to 
talking about the topic and people either brush me off or they just literally stop me um, on my tracks and you, you hang on. I was very impressed. <laughs> and the rest, as we say, is history. Um, so let's, let's go back and look at, now this is episode 100. Um, what are some of the favorite moments that we will have? Because we have talked to so many different people from all corners of the world. If anything, the one thing that I love the most about our show is that um, we get to talk to literally anyone and everyone. They all come in different shapes and sizes and, and colors and genders um, and, and, and all walks of life, right? We, we didn't hone in on one specific um, topic. I mean, they're all centered around purpose and innovation. Um, we talked to entrepreneurs and investors, thought leaders, policymakers, um, and and it has been has been great. It's been fun. Um, Brad, what are some of your favorite moments? Um, yeah, so I so I feel like you know I was the interloper when I came in. You guys actually the first time I was on air with both of you, I was a guest. Uh, you called me the conscientious banker or something like that. And when she called me after your coffee, I said, "What the hell are you talking about? A podcast." Why are we doing a podcast? I mean, where's where's the the angle here? I always want to know like what she's up to and what she's trying to do, and that's been my mantra like ever since we started. And little did I know that we'd hit not just hundred episodes, but we'd get to like hear these stories along the way. And so, I don't know. Just I, I reflect back um, because when I came in in March, you you guys, I think Arun's first episode, I, I have it down here, was October 9th, twenty eighteen. And think about how the world has changed. Um, I think what I'm most proud of, of the conversation that we've had is that we've covered diversity and inclusion in a way that doesn't feel like we're trying to separate it. That we, we have these conversations and it's normal that more than 50% of the people that we talk to are women. Or that a close to majority are people of color. And that are people that are representing ways to change the industry you know I, I i looked at this list of of all the episodes that we've done and i've got like half of them i think marked and and if i had a time to look at the other half i'd probably mark those down too but you know we've been able to to speak with friends uh through the series like gelabach buskovich and lita glyptis and mary and drew and recently paul loberman and, and costa Peric from gates foundation and we've been able to tell their stories and we've been able to talk to people like Penny Crossman, who never is on the other side of a podcast or Tanya Andreessen who writes, but you know, as she talks, doesn't talk about the craft of creating the stories around financial institutions. And you know, there's just, the list goes on, the topics resonate. And even if no one's listening, I think we've gotten an awful lot out of this. And, you know, uh, hey, look down there and hit that subscribe button. Yeah, yeah. And email us and let us know how we're doing. Uh, yeah, there's always an angle, but, but there's not. Uh, this has been the privilege and uh, an absolute pleasure to be part of the, the two of your conversations with other people. A 
I, I think Brad is trying to guilt us around. I didn't remember we invited him as a guest. Seriously, an interloper. I hadn't met you, I don't think. I still haven't met you. In- exactly. I haven't met you at all. We've been doing this for two years. <laughs> Wait, the two of you had not met. We had one opportunity, right? And that was it. We didn't do it. We need to fix that. Okay, this is ridiculous. Um, Arun, what were your favorite moments before we crash your party? Um, <clears throat> I think if I have to pick one, it would be the way you finish episodes. I just love the way you finish episodes. I don't know how you do it. Uh, it's just amazing. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, that's uh, that's definitely one one part of the uh, favorite uh, aspect of the of, of doing this. Uh, but if you, if you have to if I have to name a few, um, I think uh, one of the one of the things I mean I have actually three or four uh, moments I, I I kind of just remember out of uh, out of my uh, memory. One is with Lizzie Chapman, uh, Zest Money, where she was explaining the opportunities in India, and then I kind of casually asked the question where. Uh, why can't you just do a little um, SaaS application, spin it out, and run it as a business? And um, funnily enough, as the COVID crisis hit, that's precisely what she was, she's doing. I had a subsequent conversation with her. Uh, so that that was pretty. And actually, we both of us felt there was an aha moment at that time. Um, uh, so it was it was it, it that that was uh, quite a sink there. Um, I love the episode with Rabil, um, Rabil Varech, um, Sarmayakar. I mean, um, especially coming from India, looking at Pakistan, you always have that little um, kind of friction, unsaid friction. But to kind of see that the ecosystem is helping um, entrepreneurs uh, and, and creating this new digital uh, kind of the digitalization of the uh, uh the economy and and all that was was pretty eye opening for me that that episode itself i just um loved it then i loved um the the moment with kavita gupta the the venture head at uh, consensus we were talking to her that was uh, the episode with uh, myself and effie um and she was traveling to india the day after we were we did the recording and we were asking her during the episode, what or during the recording, what what she's really looking forward to, and she said uh, quite authentically, which is, uh, I'll, I'm really looking to have uh, my mom's hand cooked parathas. So that was quite, uh, quite, quite. Uh, I, I I can never forget that moment. Um, so I think that I mean those three uh, three are probably my f- most favorite moments actually of uh, of doing this. I mean, of course, there there have been quite a lot of professional learnings and and and. Uh, revelations through through this uh, journey, but for me, um, those three are the are my favorite moments. I almost feel like um, we do it as an excuse to just get together with people and pick their brains and and chit chat, um, and then and and the rest of it is oh yeah. By the way, we learned something out from it. I don't know. Um, I I learned a lot from everyone that we have talked to. I loved everyone's stories. Um, In particular, I remember um, one of the things I I always believed in is um, having an idea is great, but we need a platform to get your idea out, right? I, I don't know how much people actually appreciate the fact that to be able to get a voice out, you need more than just grit you need more than just brilliance you also need a little bit of lift and what i love with what we do and brad i do hope that 
people are listening. Um, but what I hope is that we can collectively help lift voices up. That that's the one thing first and foremost that I, I hope we can achieve. Even if we manage to change one person's mind, even if we manage to change one person's heart, that is work worth doing. That's how I always teach my kids. Um, I do have a lot of favorite moments. I think I enjoyed every single one of the episodes. Um, I remember being blown away by Nidhi when she was talking about the India ecosystem. I was like, oh my God, I have so much I don't know and I want to keep learning from her. As a matter of fact, that's why I, I invited her to be um, one of our guests for an event that we are helping a nonprofit with. Because I told her, I said, I, I, need, I need everything that you just said and everything you know and just tell everyone else because there's so much that we don't know and so much we underappreciate um, with, with the India ecosystem. Um, I love the episode with Mary. I think and we laugh so much. We, we always laugh every single time when we get together. I barely get to see her nowadays, obviously, but um, we laughed so much in that episode. Um, I love the one we did with Danielle, Brad, because it was right around Thanksgiving and we kept yeah, That was good. <laughs> It, it was food, just food, food, food galore. And, and for those of you guys who, who don't know Danielle Goldsman, um, do follow her on, on Instagram. She has amazing food pictures. Gosh, every time I look at it, I'm like, okay, I don't know how you do it, but I want to do it. Um, I, I loved, but my favorite episodes are when the three of us get back together because we get to pick on a rune, which is always fun. Um, we always get to see his reaction in the camera, even though he's on mute, but it's, we only do it to friends we love, um, but it's 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 fantastic. Just you know, get the chance to you know be together. I'm so sorry the two of you had never met in person. I didn't know that. We need to fix that. Um, what about silly moments? I'll start first. I was personally responsible for recording something without hitting the record button, and I did it two weeks in a row. I felt so bad. It, it's like unforced error. Twice. And you know what Brad did to me last time? He put a big sign that says hit record just to make sure that I, I do have it. And, and I feel really, really bad about it because I never did it as much as we made fun of Arun doing it that one time when we had guests on. Um, but it happens. You have no idea what I went through when I saw that I hadn't pressed the record button for that episode. I think it was with Milken Institute. Um, and I was like, Oh my God! What have I done? Uh, but <laughs> thankfully, um, you you kind of done it a few times since then, so you don't get to pick on me for that anymore. <laughs> but that 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 was that would be my um, kind of uh, uh, challenging or, or or goofed up moment of of uh, the the hundred episodes. Uh, apart from that, I felt um, the, the kind of behind the scene. Um, uh, moment was uh, our episode with Brett King. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, he was actually on a New York taxi uh, doing this uh, episode, and we 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 had honking all over the place uh, coming through the recording. And thankfully, we had an um, we have an amazing editor who actually made it sound unreasonable. Um, so that that was that was pretty cool as well. I think uh, you know the the places that we've recorded is interesting too. I think I've I did the one with Chris Skinner in a car. Um, I've done many in hotel rooms or at conferences. Um, I think we've done a few together. 
uh, when we were traveling and stuff. And I, I remember the one that I did with Acosta was the only one that I'd done alone. And I'm recording this and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is great. Costa's like just brilliant and what they're doing at Gates is so amazing. And then I listened to the recording afterward and I'm like, oh my God, what happened to my vocals? They were like super low, right? And so you might not know this by listening to it, but I had to re-record my pieces and I didn't want to like re-record it with Costa because I just thought one guy's super busy traveling around the world, like saving the planet with payments and stuff. And I, you know, just having to re-record that was a lesson into itself. Um, the other thing that that I would say is, I mean, we've had like these amazing guests on, right? And between um, folks that have talked to us about how data is being used, how payments are being used, um, the importance of community, like, you know, Patrick uh, Rubenbark, um, even, you know, people that have been at conferences like Greg Palmer talking about the behind the scenes. I love hearing these stories. I I really enjoyed the episodes that we've done about books with um, like New Dark Age um, by James Bridal that um, Theo and I did, or when we interviewed Arun about his book, uh, I thought that was fantastic. So, you know, Arun, how did it feel to be a guest? Odd. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't actually feel like I was I was the guest because you guys anyways pick on me almost in every episode. So you, that's true. That's pretty much, pretty much what happened throughout that episode for a change. Uh, but but it was it was good to talk about the book because one of the things I realized um, was that there was certain um, emotional connectivity that I had with the book that didn't I hadn't quite realized until that episode. Um, and when you asked those questions, I felt very grateful uh, that you asked those questions because I could almost relive some of those moments. Um, I had relived. I mean, I had gone through those experience with experiences without realizing that. And now I had I had a chance to live through it. So it was amazing, that episode, I guess. Hey, Brad, did you charge a room for that? <laughs> Do you, I mean, so go back. Like, so, so people have not listened to the Rune episode as well. Um, go back and like, you know, here's some of the things that we said about him. And, and you could imagine him blushing right over, over the screen because he was like, oh, my God, Brad, that was so nice. And afterward, I remember the WhatsApp conversation. It was like, oh, Brad, oh, my God, you actually read the book. And I'm like, dude. I'm a professional here. I like, you know, I'm going to read the stuff that I'm going to talk about. I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I take this stuff seriously. So Rune, that book was amazing. I learned a heck of a lot and, and you know, kudos, man. And I'm kind of being funny, but I mean, seriously, it, it was, it was a great episode. <laughs> Thank you for that. But you should consider taking stand-up comedy um, as a professional <laughs> quite well. well I'll leave that to Greg Palmer and like all those, all those guys that go on stage and make jokes. You know, the, the other thing that I would bring up, and I want Theo to address this, is um, sometimes the seriousness in the tones that we take on this uh, show. Because, you know, we've had great conversations, like the one that we did with Gela for the first one of the other 50 um, was fantastic. And just, you know, the amount of fun that we had on that episode. Um, but, you know, both Theo and I have had these sort of like closings uh, that you had pointed out earlier that, you know, we get kind of deep and we get kind of serious and we start talking about things like saving the planet. And we really, really, really mean what we say, but we go on a roll. A couple episodes ago, Theo just went on a rant of sorts. And when we think about, you know, the passion that comes out and the words that we've all shared in this medium, I just want you know, people to appreciate that it's not just, you know, on the fly stuff that comes out, because I think that's actually the best, like this episode right here is completely script, you could tell. But, 
when when you think about the end result of the three of us talking to people, especially and the play off of each other, the one thing that I think people, you know, maybe if they listen to this, maybe they read what we write every week too. But what goes into this and the hours that are spent after hours, like getting these things out, um, and the team Arun that you would put together, like to help make this actually sound good, which we know is really hard. Um, it's 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 a process, but it's a a process of honor with the guests that we have, and it is a labor of love um, for all that we've learned. And so, uh, you know, for you for starting in a room, for Effie for being you know the first sort of co-host in that one episode we were able to do with the four of us. Um, but to Theo, you're the glue of all this, and you make this happen. And it wouldn't have gotten to 100 episodes without you, and I mean that. So um, thank you for for taking me on at least. I don't know, two thirds of this journey. Uh, and if we get to 200, which I mean, God, are we ever going to get out of this virus thing? I guess we're going to be doing podcasts for the next 20 years, but anyway, we'll get to like episodes 2000, but to both of you, I appreciate each one of you. you my dear uh, partner in crime co-founder I, I don't know what i'm supposed to call you because i think whatever i say paul is probably gonna chew me up um, but uh thank you and and by the way um for those that are listening the endings that you hear are absolutely not scripted i get into those moments when i hear people talk about their stories because we actually truly truly do believe in a lot of the stuff that we say um we, we believe in equality. We believe that fundamentally everyone needs to and should have the right and access to food, shelter, and water. That is the, the basic, basic of what we need. We believe that healthcare should be a right. Um, we believe that economic equality absolutely is a human right. Um, we believe that everyone needs to have a chance to try and be su successful regardless of where they come from, regardless of the skin of their color regardless of of where they go to school and and all of that so those things we do believe that's why sometimes in the end you notice that it takes on a slightly more serious tone and thank you for sticking with us for episode 100. um and you know i don't know if you guys realize so far of everyone that we have interviewed we only had one guest that came twice Ooh, ooh, this is when I should be playing the music as a pop quiz. So Liz, Liz Lowy from Eversafe. She is the only person that we have invited back twice. Not because we don't love the other two guests, but um, I admire her for what she's done. Um, and she knows this. The first time I met her, I was scared. Um, I was really, really scared the first time when we had our coffee in, uh, in South Street Seaport quite a few years ago now in New York City. Um, but she's absolutely fantastic person, amazing, amazing person. Uh, for those of you listening, do check her out and do um, check out Eversafe. They are doing wonderful things that need to be done to safeguard the assets for older adults. Um, it's something that needs we need to take care of more seriously. Um, and you know what the other thing I love is that a lot of times we get to meet our guests after we chat with them. We got to know these people a whole lot more than we did. And, and a lot of the guests we invite to the podcast, we meet them on social media, we meet them in conferences. 
uh, some sometimes people refer them to us. It's it's been an amazing journey, and and Brad, I do agree. It's been a privilege to be able to spend time with all these amazing people and weave their stories um, into the part of the work that we do. Now, if we are able to somehow wave a magic wand and have your dream person come on the show, who would you like to talk to? And Brad is waving his wand. All right, Brad, who would you like to talk to? Oh man, um, I'd actually, I, I would love to get someone like Bill Gates on, right? I would, I would love to talk about in a little bit more. Um, I think that there's a lot of authors I'd like to get on, like Elaine de Baton, <laughs> uh, to talk about life in general and in some of the, the the books that he's written that have been so that I think um, I, I think if you look down, you know, the list of authors or people that you've had as an it's um, it's strange. I would love to do things like bring on my fifth grade English teacher who instilled in me like this need to write. I mean, you know, you go back and you think about the influences in your life. It doesn't have to be somebody famous. That that's what I think is is key to some of the guests that we've had. And one person that you like to bring on, but I'd, I'd love to pick the brain of someone who has the wherewithal to actually change. Um, and then on the other side, I'd probably bring on someone like um, I don't know, Anand, Anand Giridharas. I can't even pronounce his name, and I apologize. The author of Winners Take All um, talk about you know the evils that are in capitalism. Um, how about you, Arun? What are you thinking? If I had to name one person, it would be Anne Boren. Um, I'm a big fan. Um, and but what I would ideally like to do was uh, try and get Anne, Tom, and uh, Nicolay all um, onto the same session, and just understand how they culturally have um, driven their firm forward, or right from day one. What? How did they do it? Because we've see we are seeing different growth trajectories. We are seeing different outcomes from these three. Um, entrepreneurs um, have huge respect for all of them, but um, they've. Um, I just want to understand what really was the secret ingredient be behind each of their successes. Um, uh, but apart from that, I had one other person that I wanted to talk to was uh, Melinda Gates. Um, uh, and actually, um, you stole the thunder from that, so I'm not going to. Uh, I think we should invite Melinda in too. I was thinking that too, as you said that I was going to follow up with that. It's it's important to get both of their messages out. Um, how would like Michelle Obama or somebody? I mean, just keep on going. If we name a whole bunch of names, we could take Theo's uh, guess here. So, uh, anyway, let's let's let her answer that. <laughs> I know the person I would love to have on. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure she won't be able to. That's Justice Ginsburg. Um, she's been amazing. She is amazing in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of times we think of her as someone who championed for women's rights and very much so, but more than that, right? If you look at some of the cases that she had fought, for example, for the father to have access to security, she fought for people's rights, period, equal rights, regardless of who you are, regardless of the skull of you, you, the color of your skin or regardless of your gender. She fights for equality, for what's right. Um, and I think those voices are needed much more now than ever. And what is amazing about her also is the way that she conveys the idea and the message, right? She doesn't do it by yelling at people. I remember watching uh, one of the movies about her on the plane last year. 
and and she stressed that it's you don't convince people and get to your side by yelling at them and 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 i think that is a very important message as much as how if we look around us and see how things are today and what is not working um i've been reading her books to my to my kids actually even um back in march when we started the online learning i, I want both my daughter and my son to know that there is a different way that we do things to know of her effort in creating the, the current day privilege that we have um, and the importance of continuing that on regardless of of who you are because I, I believe that every action matters right i believe that you know you you need to you need to stand for something and that that's important um so i would love for for someone to be here and, and fight for that. Um, I read something about the podcast when you first telling when you first started telling me about this and, and what draw me was you said you wanted to tell stories with a purpose. And that stuck with me, even with all the variations of the names and the focus and everything that we've done, that line still stuck with me, stories with a purpose. If you think about the people that we have invited, the topics we have talked about be it starting up um, a company um, focused on Islamic finance in Southeast Asia, be it looking at AI, be it looking at cybersecurity, um, doesn't matter where and who, there's always a purpose behind these stories, something that we want to convey, something that's important. And, and if anything else, I hope some of these stories resonate with our listeners. Um, if there's a key message and takeaway, is I, I hope that we'll keep the hope. I think that's important. Um, what's your takeaway message, Arun? Uh, now it's my turn to ramble a little bit uh, before I get to your uh, the answer to your question. Um, so it was, I think, about uh, 18 years ago. I was um, I was working out of Mumbai um, uh, with with a colleague. Uh, his name is Vinod. He's he's, he's now with City. Um, and we basically used to travel to our offices on in a minibus and uh, through the Mumbai um, traffic. And uh, it generally used to take 90 minutes uh, one way um, uh, ride. And there used to be a signal every day there would be a little kid who gets into the minibus and sells packs of peanuts. Um, and this guy, every day he would pay 50, 50 paisa to the, guy, to the kid and buy that peanut and and beyond a point i told him one day i mean it's just not value for money um that guy is the, the, the amount of peanuts you get for 50 pies is very less why don't you just buy a pack keep it at home and carry it with you if you're that hungry on your way um and he said this is not for me i'm getting it for the kid because for him it's his livelihood and if if i didn't give it get this pack he may probably resort to means that is not as desirable so i'm just doing my little bit um, that's I, I'm sure the guy Vino doesn't remember this, but that stayed with me. Uh, it's it's impacted the way I have uh, kind of grown from that point, I guess. Uh, I mean, and one thing I've always felt is it's great to be making money in, the, in this capitalist society we live in, but there is all that always has to be an impact that we bring to people's life, and if if that happens, there is always hope. Uh, you're going to be changing people's life for the good, um, and 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 that is really what I wanted to 
uh, be the takeaway for people who are listening to this. Yeah, I just, um, I think about, you know, legacy a lot lately. And um, four years ago, when my, my mom passed away, this was well before, I think I was writing um, as much and certainly speaking in, in this kind of forum. And I think about, you know, the, the fact that I would wish to have had more of what she had said and, and done on this earth in a form that I could go back and remember. I've heard stories of, you know, people that have, you know, held on to voicemails from people that have left us and they, they need that to connect. And, you know, whether it's from now or 50 or 10 that we're departing, um, I like yourself, you know, want to make sure that what I'm leaving behind that my sons um, will take from what their father did when he was here. And the voice that I left along with yours and the words that we left together on a page, that those things matter. That what they influenced and what they did and what our actions are in this time that we have, this little sliver of time, that they matter. Because at the end of the day, we are simply parts of stars. And we are simply part of being together. We are connected in all of this. So again, I thank you both for the journey. And uh, let's do another 100 episodes. I would love to do another 100, 200, 300 and keep it going. Um, for those of you who have stayed with us on the journey, thank you so much. Um, one thing that you will never find is hopefully you'll never find this to be boring because um, we never know what direction we end up going most of the time. Um, we don't invite guests based on the titles because we don't think titles are that interesting. We invite people that have stories to tell. We invite people that have a purpose that hope can inspire you because we have one vision, one dream, and one voice. And hopefully we can all make that one little impact and change the future for a little bit better. So for that, thank you so much for joining us for the 100th episode of One Vision.